This is a Sprite. And it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue. Followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite. Thirst for yours. Yo, yo, this is Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. Cheer, and it's your boy, Davey. Cheer. The guy with the voices. <laughs> the guy with the voices. Hey, man, we got a special guest in the building. Yeah. But uh, before that, pay these bills, brother. Guess who got the list ready, though? You got the list ready for show this time? All right, ready, ready to go. Uh, this episode of Life is Dope has been brought to you by Megafauna. Megafauna, a creative supply shop located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District, Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services available, visit artperil.com. Hell yeah. The set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit duncandash.com. Catering and beverages sponsored by Barrels Beer Company. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love Barrels. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all are delicious. Man. Keep it coming. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, man. <laughs> Great. Man, barrels y'all good, man. Get y'all some barrels of beer. Fuck all that professional shit. It tastes good. Hey, go, go get you some. <laughs> y'all keep supplying us. I love you. <laughs> uh, check ahead. them out at barrelsbeercode.com. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you can check them out at uh, 3120 Blake Street here in Denver. Yeah. Uh, drink up. Drink up. That's the new tagline for barrels. See? See? We got y'all. Hey, Barrels Beer Company. This one's free, Barrels. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, shout out to the Sessions, an affiliate media partner that produces a live music uh, event bi-monthly as a platform of independent for independent musicians and artists. Uh, check them out at The Session Uncut on Facebook. Word. Also, shout out to I Am Kenji. Uh, be sure to check him out on Photographer's Life. That's life with a Y, like Y Jeans. Life Jeans. Yep. Uh, shout out to Style Not Standards. Uh, check him out on Instagram, Style Not Standards. He has all of our photography for the Life Is Dope podcast. And uh, the pictures they're really nice. Ain't no camera phone pics. Man, it ain't no Android pics. Hey, check them out too. Uh, shout out to Dope Brand. Dopebrand.co, man. Get you something dope, man. We got a bunch of new shit coming up for the spring and summer, so check us out for show. Yo, shout out to the plug, man. What are we... The plug radio app, man. Make sure y'all download that right now. Today, you're going to discover something new, guaranteed. You're going to be like, man, who the hell is that? I heard on the plug. Man. We got the dopest music on the plug app on the planet, right? Period. Plug radio app, no spaces in the app store, app market, and all that good stuff. For sure. Get it while it's free. And also, shout out. Yeah, <laughs> please tell them. Please tell them, bro. <laughs> and also shout out Doobie Club. Yes, hey. Doobie Club. Where can I get Doobie Club at? Because uh, from my right now, you can get it from me. Hell yeah. Um, but we will be in a, quite a few stores coming up in the summer, getting a lot of great opportunities. So um, blessings, blessings. Tis, word. Tis word. lit. Tis. tis lit. So special guest in the building again. <clears throat> Tallest rap nigga in Colorado. You know, not from here, but rap's here. Yes, sir. But we'll get into that. My man, Mr. Midas, is in the building. Y'all make some noise for Mr. Midas. Hey, 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 hey. What's good, brother? No, mister. Oh, yeah. But now I got to say it until you tell me why I shouldn't say it anymore. So, I'm going to call that nigga Mr. Midas. Y'all might know him as Mr. Midas, but why are we dropping the mister? Uh, I thought it was just time. Doing a little reinvention. Okay. I feel like there's people that... Uh, I'm what they call a young OG, so I keep hearing them call me an OG, but uh, I'm not quite as old as I think I am, so. Uh, um, but I've been doing it a minute, you know, so just. How long have you been in the game, bro? Just, uh, I put on my first, like, independent project in, like, 2003, 2004. And I, I, I love the fact that you call it independent and not local. I think that's a big thing. I've been able to push those boundaries and not get my, and get my music played a lot more places than here, so. 
I don't like to be called local. I like how you use the independent word. That's Facts. a big, that's a big stickler of mine. So definitely. I appreciate that. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think beyond the box, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah, so you said you've been in the game for 27 years? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, man, to be honest, it felt like it though, man. But they say overnight celebrity is 10 years, man. Overnight success is 10 years, excuse me. So I just keep pushing that line because it, you know, not, it's not like I'm in it for a check, but I've done everything else. So at the end of the day, it has to pay to make sense. Get right. the coins. So I'm just explaining to my kids and the people that's watching me that's seen me on this grind for so long. I just want to see it pay off in a, in a fiscal way. Indeed. Hell yeah, a fiscal way. Yeah. Shout out to that. Where are you from originally? Long Beach, California. You said that hella quick. Man. Yeah, I thought you were about to throw a slap at the Born and raised for the most part. I lived in Detroit in the Jeffries Projects for a little bit. We bounced around LA and Compton and Watts and all that type of shit. So I went to like 17 schools. 17? 17. What was that like? That's, that's you know, uh, See, growing up is real, man. So for me, uh, Moms was uh, one of the first drug dealers that I looked up to. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Alleg that's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you heard. <laughs> I was so little, I didn't remember anything being uh, distri di distributed. Right, right, right. But uh, nah, man, to be honest, she was, she was one of the first, and she got remarried to my stepdad, and and I was just enamored with that life. I didn't really understand why people would do the blue collar shit when, when, uh, when there was such an easier way of doing it, you know. And uh, I seen people hop off, get on the bus at seven thirty in the morning, six thirty in the morning, and come home and to the same shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying these dudes really getting it. So for me, as a youngin', like that's what I wanted to do. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> that's so, what he wanted to do. He didn't. He didn't do that allegedly. Until my mom started using. Mm. So, allegedly. let's so talk about that. Not, that's not allegedly. That's that's what you know. It's a um, it's tough, man. Because like I said, it's not tough watching them sell drugs. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely tough uh, watching them use them. You know, mm. I, I don't, I don't remember um, the day to day of it. I just remember a lot of the bad shit. Right. So how do you feel about artists <clears throat> rapping about, you know, using drugs right now, especially knowing, you know, knowing how it can really affect people and affect the community, you know, people just doing it recreationally. What's your perspective on that? Because it's twofold. It's twofold, man, because I, uh, somebody that loves the kids, man, I deal with kids on a, a day-to-day basis, you know, mentor and, and what have you. And they uh, they live through rap. Right. The music is their Bible. It's their church. It's their religion. You feel what I'm saying? So a lot of the shit that they hear, as dumb as it is these days, you know what I'm saying? That's what they're going with. So like for us coming up, like we could decipher between the dumb shit and the real shit. Right. You knew what shit not to say in front of your mom. You knew not the shit to say in front of your teachers, your grandma. And these kids don't have that type of filter, man. They just rap the words and whatever he says, what he say on there, you know? Yeah, I'll be rapping that shit now, you know. It's just not the same type of respect, so it's a different type of culture. So they don't have the same type of uh, go back and research like we did to say, is this some smart shit to do? Right. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I We was dumb, too. So for me to be like, you know, we didn't do dumb shit, or be lying to everybody. But I think whatever happened with us, and we could decipher between what was dumb and what, was, what wasn't, I don't think they got that part this time. Yeah. And that's the part that scared me, though. Because the drug's going to be there. It's always been there, right? Right, right. Always. It's always going to be there. Before hip-hop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They made music about it. Before us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even back then, they just called it something else to disguise it, though. Right. So, I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully these parents is really getting in their kids' ass. That's all you can ask for. Because the music is the music, though. I'm not going to switch up making what I'm making. I don't want nobody else to do that, either. Right. No. That's real, man, because I feel like there was a a big transition in the generations where some just got skipped. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't <laughs> I can't put my finger on it, but it seems like things shifted in a major way and it was like, damn, when did this happen? Because we went from it being cool, quote unquote, to be the drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like you gotta rap about slinging, you gotta be the dope boy too. Now you got to be the nigga that pops the most pills to be the cool guy. Fifty Cent talk <laughs> about it. We we back then we were kind of um, 
I respect know. the shooter, not yeah, the one that got yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. They really like. They really like our parents had us right, and and they was doing all the crazy shit that they did. And I'm talking all our parents, you know what I'm saying? The shit that they did when they was wilding out at these parties was tremendous. Mm-hmm. We'll never know that because they don't have the social media now. But hell, people's was, mamas would have been on Snapchat popping into. That's the crack era, though. So right. you know what I'm saying? We they kids, and a lot of us had babies, and we wasn't really raised right. You got to think the shit's real, bro. So you got to think them. A lot of people wasn't raised right because their mamas was doing whatever they was doing. You know right. what I'm saying? So when you grow up with all the people to raise you. And you have kids, and same kids as now, the dumb kids. It's like, I don't get why that's a problem. Right, 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 right. But parents became more of uh, brothers and sisters and less as parents during that time because it got cool and shit like that. And now parents kind of let kids do what the fuck they want to do. I don't know, man. Don't get me to preaching. <laughs> no, I get to preaching, bro. That's what it's for. Yeah, so how has, you know, having kids of your own, how has that affected your music and your topics and what you rap about? Mm hmm. Eh. Has it affected it? I don't, I don't, I don't know because music is music, man. People gotta understand that shit. I'm tired. Of, I got, I don't really want to hear that preachy shit in the music. Right. I'm different, man. Right. A lot of people that I tell you I don't listen to, you'd be surprised. Like, really? Like, it's just not my thing. Call, yeah. huh? I, li- I love call. You don't listen to Kendrick. Uh, come on, Cali boy, that's disrespectful. You don't listen to uh, who else be preaching locally? Um, <laughs> Kendrick and, and, uses Kendrick, and, Kendrick 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 to me uses a lot of words. Uh, <laughs> he's a rapping rapping and I'm a smart young man. Okay, right. and it's just a lot in my music to to uh, kind of digest. It just is, and it's not a Kendrick thing. It's just people that that kind of over over rap. Okay. It's like rapidity rap. Right. Uh, as we call it, rapidly rap. That's why I call it too. I listen to Kendrick though. Don't right. get me wrong. No disrespect. Kendrick is a beast and he's been a beast from day one. Right. But it's tough for me to put in a Kendrick CD and go one through 15. No disrespect at all. Okay. You know? I see that. Yeah. I, I don't get it, but no I see disrespect. it. Yeah. But I feel you on that rapidly rapping because I feel like there's some artists that just try to rap too hard, too hard and try to get the message across too, too hard and it makes you just not even want to listen to it. Too many words and not even um, in. Eminem's like that. Like He's too. another one. He's another one. They can't stand me when I say this but Eminem yeah. is, you know, Eminem is bar on top of bar and, I, and you know, rap is what it is when you right. bar on top of bar but very few times is he in the pocket of the song. Right, right, right. Very few times he's in the pocket and if you ask You care to debate that, that really David? And, I agree, but I mean, I mean, Eminem is like one of the best rappers. So. He's one of the best rappers. Yeah. If not the best. So listen to what I'm saying. When no, I, no, when I hear I'm you. saying the shit that I'm saying, there's no disrespect. No, to I hear you for they sure. Are, they, are, they are the top echelon of what yeah. we do. But when I make music and the shit that I listen to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Snoop fan. There's certain pockets you have to be in in the mm, song. Right. There's certain, there's certain people that are in a pocket when you listen to their music that you're like, I get it. It doesn't have to be all the rapping all the time. Right. right, so you like when they let the beat breathe a little. Oh, you bit. have to let the beat breathe. Okay, so because you're Ross about, man. Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. To you. you already know. It I makes have. sense. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm listening to that Ross right now. Yeah, man. But he's been like that. I'm talking about deeper than rap Ross. He had to bring it back to that echelon when you're sitting in them beats and making that music with that instrumentation. Let it breathe. How you feel about uh, Silk the Shocker? <laughs> exactly. The legendary Silk Ad, the Shocker. Legendary. Exactly. Add a whole bunch of words in the song exactly. and it ain't on rhythm. It was never in the Hey man, I had, this, I had this argument with somebody last week because we was talking about the worst rapper alive. I don't care who's in the game right now. As long as Silk, whatever his government name is, the Shocker is physically breathing, he will forever be the worst rapper alive. I don't care who else y'all name. Yachty's killing him. Anybody y'all name is killing Silk the Shocker, and I said it. Even Baby Bash? Man, that's tough. But Baby, man, baby Bash might be. Right. Oh, Baby Bash is trash too, but yeah. Yeah. All right, you, you locked in a room, and you can only listen to one artist, Silk the, Silk the Shocker or Baby Bash. Oh. Damn. You about to make me sound like a hypocrite because, because I'm going to say Silk's whack ass. You know why? Because he got that one song with Mystical that... Did I do that? Okay. I'll listen to that. And he and he was rapping over and over again, rapping all over the place on oh, that too. That's your song. I mean, I, if I'm forced, you goddamn, gonna, that's gonna you go. If I'm you gonna <laughs> listen to, did I do that? If I'm forced, but to listen to Silk, what other Silk, what other Silk song you gonna listen to? What Silk song you gonna listen to? I didn't say I wouldn't pick. You gonna you gonna pick Baby Bash? I would I would pick I would pick Baby Bash. You gonna listen to Sugar Sugar? 
Well, no, there's <laughs> other things on the album, I'm guessing. No, you didn't. You're guessing. <laughs> Cyclone was a pretty good Cyclone was trash, bro. No. For the time. I'm not listening to either. I'm all little John. You know what you got love about Daddy Bass, though? You know I love about dudes like that, man? Is that you that you can still talk about him as long as he's been out right now? Yeah. And he'll Even still if it's negative, something on the radio, and he'll still sell out shows and all that shit. Man. Yeah, radios. I got shit out here. Respect for them dudes, man. I have, I'm curious though. So, listeners yeah. outside of uh, Colorado, because there's hella y'all. Hella <laughs> flex. Um, <laughs> do they play Baby Bash on any other stations besides Texas and Colorado? Yeah, come on, Atlanta. Let us know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm legit curious. I always wondered that. LA, New York. They play a lot out here. A huge Latin artist, man. Come on, y'all! Don't, don't don't do that. I'm doing it. Do I'll I be wondering because I'm like we play because we know out here in Denver, Colorado, man. Our FM stations kind of be on some shit. So but the the things they play, I'd be curious. True. Do certain artists get this type of love outside the city? Because and I say that to say this: yeah. there's certain artists that can tour here forever, yeah. Yeah. without ever dropping a new song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, too short being one of them, and mm-hmm. that's that's not to down too short at all. all right. But all too right. short, Devin the dude. Um, cats like Baby Bash, Bone Thugs, Raekwon, they can come here every yeah. week and their show will always be sold out in Denver. But I'm like, damn, do they get this love outside? Absolutely, they do. They do. Absolutely, they do. Why do you think that is? Anywhere around the world in Denver is just one of them places that's, you know, this is one of the places that we go. Those are artists that the music isn't regional. Yeah. It's a, it's a sound that you can agree with and identify with all over the world and that's what you get to. When I make music, man, it's not for Denver, it's not for it's not for LA, it's not for one oh seven five. I think you limit yourself. One thing in Denver I, I love, man, is that you can drive down the street and you'll see uh, a line, a block and a half, like what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Like it's the group uh the uh the six phones, like the six phones. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, man, you ever heard of the six phones? I'm like, no. Yeah. Have you heard them? Well, I heard them this way. People get music these days. However they do, man. Right. It's a, through That's a network. Security. You just can't get through a venue. You can't. Yeah, I that. walked away from I walked away from Machine Gun Kelly. I couldn't get in. Machine Gun Kelly. You see, I'm from New York. Kelly. Yeah, he's another one. Shout out to Black. Machine Gun Kelly. That's all about that. You hear that, yeah. man? That's, 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 wait, wait, love child, come to the mic real yeah. quick. Hey, the segment is called hey, Ask a Love Child. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, everybody? Tell them yeah, who you are real quick. Uh, Shout uh, yourself up. Uh, get some promo. No, my name is not Love Child. It's Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a brand called Love Child NYC. Ah, Denver's my new city. Word. Thanks. Thank. Life is dope. Yeah, yeah. Met you these know. cats out here. Hold you down. Embraced by the city by these guys. Thank you. Word. Hey. From New York. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Can you say, met these cats out here one more time? Met these cats out here. Yeah. Right. I wish I had some Tim songs. You feel me more? Mad New Yorkies beat. <laughs> and I think when it comes to... Hold up. Go back to Love Child real quick. Yeah. Okay. You like Papoose? <laughs> I heard you like Papoose is like the New York savior out there right now. I feel like underground rap in New York City is like <coughs> beast. You don't think New York rap fell off? Nah. No. I think it's just where we're not looking for it. But what's better, East Coast rap or West Coast rap? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and sit close up to the mic and say this. It's different. <laughs> you might yeah. get the Draco pulled on you if you say it wrong. Trying to, I, love, I love them both. We're trying to bring the beef back. Yeah, we want to reignite the East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> but you said you love them both, but West Coast is better. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Who's you rocking with, Biggie or Pac? Politicals, man. Well, that was the segment for uh, Ask a Love Child. I'm thinking no beef out of her. Where? Hey, Midas. Yes. West Coast rap. Yeah. My favorite artist is uh, Sean Carter. Thank you for asking my question before I got there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're, you're heavily influenced by West Coast rap. I am. But your favorite rapper is Sean Carter. Jay Z. Against All Wishes. How, so, I how does that work? To him, uh, I listened to him to try to, to try to tell everybody how much this shit was weak. You ever try to like prove somebody wrong? 
So you would listen to artists just to say he was trash? No, I just think what they was on him. He he said some shit. Like I kinda caught the music later though. He dropped the album in like ninety six, I caught it in like two thousand and one or something later on, I kinda fell onto him. He said too much West Coast dick licking, too many MCs mm-hmm. doing their best Jay Z rendition. I was like, What? Wow, who's this? Yeah. So shit like that stick out of my head. You right. me? And right. so for a long time I was like, play that shit. <laughs> play that shit. And so they played uh the first album I caught on his was uh, In My Lifetime. And so, In My Lifetime, I couldn't believe that he was using the words that he was using and still making dope songs. I didn't think that could be done. That mm. was a transition for me. I'd never really seen anybody do He was just really had a different type of cocky shit about him that was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of East Coasty, but not really too East Coasty. I don't, I don't know how to put that. He wasn't really like. Uh, I know what you mean because the East Coast kind of had that that vibe where it's like we all got to be that rapidy rapper at the time. Like we got to go the hardest, we got to have the bars. And Jay just kind of came through a swag. Like any any really just shit on him while doing. Nobody had ever had that type of swag that he had. Let's be real. That's that's let's be real. Out the east, niggas had money like that, but they didn't put it together the way he put. Even the dudes with money. He made you feel a certain way. You know, oh, Kuche had swag. No, but not like this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> His hand is uh, like a shark. Yeah, uh, take off your shirt, uh, swag. Not street hustler swag. Not the type of niggas I was looking. I was looking up to. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I didn't listen to him to like him. I listened to him to prove it wrong. But he was just saying shit that was really like you had to be kind of around them type of people to really be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit's some real shit. I heard Scarface say that shit one time. He used to listen to Jay-Z. And he'd be like, uh, man, you about to get people indicted. <laughs> like, like, that's how real that shit is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real stories, real people, real shit that you just got to weave through the stories to figure it out and whatever. Which is interesting because the hustle and the trap, it really just, it, it's, it's the same story whether you're in New York, whether you're in California, whether you're in Georgia. Exactly. So, but nobody wrapped it like a conversation. Yeah, it's so Jay wrapped it like story. he was talking to you. Right. That's what makes Jay Jay. But I'm saying in terms of being able to relate to it, like, you yeah, know, being, like, being from the West Coast and listening to an East Coast rapper, you know, he's... His beats were slow. He spit. Remember Jay used to rap the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit and he slowed it down. And when you talk to people like you're having a conversation like we're talking now, mm-hmm. when you talk and use this same type of verbiage, his cadence, his tone, when you rap it and people really understand you're talking to them, Right. They're really having a conversation and gigging with you, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of got that from him, though. Like, I'm a pop nigga, but I got I got my shit from Jay, though. That's real, man. That's that's why Jay is on my top three, because of what you just said. I always felt like when you kind of come from that environment and you know what that life is for real, yeah. it's like Jay is, like you said, talking to you. Talk you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And most rappers try to emulate that, but you can't unless you really know. Right. It don't sound right. And so when I listen to Jay, it's one of them things like certain songs I just can't stand. But then I go back. Like I used to hate the whole Kingdom Come album. I was like, man, this is trash. Like why did he put this out? Now I like Kingdom Come. I'm approaching 30 and I I listen to that and I'm like, damn, that's my life right now. You know what I mean? Like everything on here I can relate to more than when I was out here and I can relate to A Reasonable Doubt or something like that. And I was like, all right, I get it. Button ups and you know, v necks and shit, I get that. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I feel you, I feel you. Word. Yeah, I was but you're a pot guy, aside from Jay. I was glad that uh, Jay-Z was rapping about not putting rims on your car. Yeah, because I couldn't afford it. Yeah, so I was like, thank you, thank you. Right. I mean, like I said, he's done a lot of things that made us switch up how we live everyday life, the culture, everything, bro. When he made, when he made niggas switch from gold to platinum, he did that, bro. True. He did that single-handedly. I thought that was Cash Money that did that. Jay did that. Jay made niggas take jerseys Cash Money off. had the money to, to to make it big, but Jay had to. Remember, Jay was, you know what I'm saying, still independent for a long time. Yeah. So for a long time, his message really wasn't getting across like that. Cash Money came a little later than that, a few years. Jay, like, 95, 96. So speaking of message, what message do you want to get across to the fans and to the audience with your music? Uh, to be honest, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm being honest, man. I've been kind of, uh, I've let people in on a lot of shit, bro. You know, black people don't like to tell family business, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm the, I'm the main one speaking that shit on my shit, you know. And anybody that's following my music know that. 
it ain't no family business. I don't want to speak up. Because that's me. That's who I am. That's what made me. You know, like I'm talking to y'all about mama going into what she got. Why am I what? Mama selling dope. Mama own dope. My step-pop selling dope. Us getting bad around. Like, that's my shit. I grew up, you know what I'm saying, not having it. I grew up going to 17 school. I grew up from hood to hood to hood when I want to know who the fuck you is when you got to school as a little dude. I grew up with all that shit. I grew up with not having all that shit right with your shoes and clothes while everybody broke, but they looking at you like you the hour. Right, yeah, I'm right. That nigga, you feel me? Yeah. So shit, I ain't never, I'm never, we never, when, they, when everybody talk about rap shit and who the rapper is in the city, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'm really that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're just a rapper, bro. So what this was it? You're just a really rapper, bro. This nigga's <laughs> That's like really on the front line, like, helping kids eat, like, 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 making sure people don't die, like, 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 like taking care of, of kids as foster moms and kids that's really helping. I don't get me started, but and people want to be, uh, they want to be uh, congratulated for rap shit. Right, right. you tell you, he, he know me, bro. This shit is, Facts. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, <laughs> I don't bring this shit up unless you bring it up. Yeah. I move silently at six five. I move silently. I'm in the room. I Talk to shit. I'm in the back. I just don't. I just don't get a. I don't get a high off of this rap shit like that. So what was the what was the transition like moving from Long Beach to Denver? And Hard. I was bumping niggas here when I first got here. So I moved here at uh, 19, fresh out of school. I got out of school, graduated. I moved out here. My grandmother was out here, and uh, <clears throat> tried to live on my own back there. And uh, we was we 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 did. Started doing more criminal shit than I would have liked to have done. Allegedly. Allegedly. Did the well, statue statute yeah, okay, yeah, you did that. So I, can <laughs> so I started doing some shit, and, and you know, when bullets start flying past your head, not to say I'm Scarface, or, it's just, you know, for me, I ain't cool. I've always been a reflective type of dude. I didn't want to call my grandma, tell her at the end of the day, this is how he died, man. I just had to make that switch. She was out in Denver. I came out here to visit her. I'm like, okay, I can fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I listened to the music a little bit because I know I want to do music. I was listening, trying to find out what everybody was listening to. And to be honest, when I found out that I listened to, to, to Jay-Z, I said, let me try it. Not to say I was him, but never to say that. No disrespect to the right. big homie. But I just had a cadence. I was like his, and I knew if I could do it. But when I was listening to music like his, and I could be okay out here. So I moved out here set up shop and it was just weird to get in a club bumping niggas and you just you know but I'm everywhere like a lot of a lot of Colorado shit is sectional and mm -hmm. I didn't give a fuck because I was from Long Beach and that's what helped me right. I'm in my bellow I'm in the A I'm in the east side like really in the trenches I'm in Park Hill I'm in the bellows I'm everywhere I'm on past federal where nobody wants to go I'm like y'all don't fuck with that right. I'm everywhere bro what you do I rap let me hear it okay studio I'm in studios 2 3 in the morning I'm in there and just pulling out, doing us. I just wanted everybody to know. Yeah. And that's what I'm. I'm just relentless with this shit. So when I got out here, I just got relentless. And so luckily, I met Francois and I met, you know, what I'm saying some other people. And they started Francois. booking me on shows and, and uh, shit got live real quick for me. You feel me? Bart, man. Speaking of being relentless, yeah. Um, for as long as you've been in the game, one thing I commend you on is you still out here doing footwork. Nigga, we pulled up the other day and bro pulled out a staple gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a staple gun on him and posted up some posters. Man. That's very rare nowadays. I mean, the only thing people post nowadays is on Facebook. So right. how important is that to the game still? Street promo to me is everything. Uh, that's how it came up. So, um, And even now, the internet doesn't quite get me to people. You can post some shit and... You know, you can even be in the inbox having a real conversation, even if you FaceTime them. Right. Google chatting them, whatever you do on your phone, you feel what I'm saying? There's nothing like being in front of people and them seeing you. Really seeing that lead work and running into a poster and seeing that grind, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I never get too I never get too big for that shit. And I got niggas that'll do it for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got them they, they really like let's do it, but that's how I get my high though. I get up like one in the morning and shit and just hit up about 100, 200 poles behind these wooden poles and get to work. Got to hit these poles. Yeah, man. That's real, though. That's how you, you said that's how you get your high. Yeah. So it's important just to keep that passion in those ground roots instilled in you. And I'm, and I'm spoiled because I got J1. Yeah, shout out to J1. So, you know, my art is always supreme. Right, I right. Stand on that. We have a look that we have, uh, 
you know, like Jay, like me, like Jay will call me, somebody post some shit. I'll be on some of these flyers sometimes, and Jay be like, who the fuck did that flyer? Like, <laughs> wasn't with me. No, it wasn't me. Fuck, they using that picture. Like, you know, but he's really, you know, he's really <laughs> at the forefront of how we're, how, how I am looked at, what my message is, what we're trying to get across, and we just always want to be on top of that, so. Do you think, um, and asking as somebody that deals with this, do you think when you put out projects, because when you do it, it's always a production, you know what I mean? Like when a Midas album drops, there's billboards and commercials and shit. Private you, jets. Yeah, man, all kind of crazy shit. Do you think that helps or hinders you as a creator? Because for me, I feel like whenever I do something, I got to do it supreme. You know what I mean? Like, I got I to gotta put out a whole marketing scheme. I got to go hard with it. I don't want to just get lost on the timeline. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that shit kind of slows me up because I feel like, damn, this ain't good enough to put this out right now. Well, finally, I've finally been able to, <clears throat> all these years I've been drawing up plays and uh, I haven't had the right players for the execution. Mm. And so now we're finally able to put the players in play. I got my wide receiver, I got a tight end, I got a couple tackles now. Yeah, I mean, you know, in football terms, it's just the team starting to come together where you're right. trying to execute these plays. Right. And I think, uh, I think um, the main thing is, um, <laughs> Something about marketing and shit. Um, the why is it so big? As yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it hinder you from putting out what you want to put out because you? Have I said to that it. about the team. I'm sorry. I yeah. said that about the team because now I don't have to worry about the shit. Still has to be big. The shit still can be big now and even bigger. But I don't have to worry about the ins and outs of how it's put together. Mm. I used to have to worry about all of it, and so that would hinder me from doing other things. Now I'm just like, do the music and do this type of thing, and everybody going to take care of everything else. I right. just say, go. I got specific people now that go, ready, go. They take the baton, and they just go. Teamwork, man. So Teamwork make the dream work. Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And as, especially with you uh, as working as hard as you do and as long as you, that you've been out, like I really haven't heard you getting mixed up with any sort of beefs with rappers or anything like that. Like. Like, how have you managed to steer clear? Are rappers just I'm afraid of you? Or? Man, I'm the peaceful guy. I tell niggas, like, I call, I give my little bro an uh, example, man. When, when this shit happened with Kid Vegas and Tramp, bro. One of the, it's one of the examples, because it's happened a few times with a couple other my niggas, but this one sticks out. And everybody was so gung-ho off of seeing what was going to happen next. Mm. And I put a status out, like, yo, <laughs> this shit cool until... Until it's on the news or something, and I don't, I just don't play with this shit because I, I come from a place where shit, shit can really happen. Shit yeah. don't end well, man. And you speak very softly, and that this terrifies shit, me a little bit. This shit yeah. don't end well. <laughs> you too big to talk so low. And Midas is like six five, and be like, yeah, man, you know, this is cool. I mean, so yeah, I would never say his name in a song ever. Yeah. Yeah. And he hit you like, bro, you gotta stop talking like that. All right, bro, I will. You hear me? Matter of <laughs> fact, he he hit me the other day when we had because we had. You know, a little controversy going on based off this Life is Dope thing here. One of them episodes. Can we was, talk about it? I mean, yeah, we can do that, but it's we're, we're, we're going to do that in a minute. Yeah. So there was a lot going on around a specific episode with this uh, female. Mm -hmm. And uh, bro hit me like, bro, you got to stop responding, bro. <laughs> stop <laughs> responding. And I was like, damn it, you're right. I'm going to stop responding. It was just that, you kind of sounded like a parent, bro. You're like the hip-hop parent. No, I just, I just know... <clears throat> And I've been like this since I was a little dude, man. I'm like, they always told me that you're only as good as the people that you be around. Mm. Certain shit I pick up, certain shit I didn't listen to mom, certain shit I did. This is one of the things I picked up. You're only as good as the company you keep, man. Thanks. You're only as good as the niggas that you're around. If they let you get into the dumb shit and do dumb shit, then what does that really say about the people you're around? Mm -hmm. So my niggas is getting the dumb shit, but I was never the one co-signing it. And that's just always been me, bro. Now I get into my own dumb shit too, but it's because I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I'm leading them or because I was landing to them, it's because I got into my own dumb shit. But I was never going to stand around knowing it was dumb shit and be like, go and do it. Right. So I know where it can go, man. Like I said, this place is too small for us. Mm. It's too small of a community for us to run into each other. And for me, I'm ready. Right. And that's why I don't play with niggas like that. Don't play with me, man. Right. I'm not from that place. I know it's action. I got too many fucking kids, bro. I got to get home. I tell my niggas all the time, I'm, I'm getting get home. home bro. Yep. 
So I don't even don't play with no rap shit. Don't possibly don't take it that serious for me. This is how we gonna take it over. But this one is gonna end over some rap shit. Mm. Then let's end it over some rap shit. That's mm. what we gonna do. But I don't wanna take it there, bro. Right. So don't play with me. Don't even put me in that lane. Don't say my name. The, the, when when controversy came out, the thirty two. He got months, a little bit louder. Oh, when, <laughs> when controversy came out, I was I was. What's controversy for the people? Controversy was Lil Bass. Controversy, 32 bars. Remember that? I do. And so, Bad did the 32 bars. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, I feel like I fuck with everybody, bro. It ain't, it ain't a lot of people I don't fuck with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I just kind of keep it. I kind of keep it. Because I'm not from here. That's another reason I move the way I move. Yeah. I'm not from here. You're the Long Beach nigga. Remember that. That's what they tell me. Remember that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you say what you say, but remember that. Remember man. that. The 32 bars came out and uh, Bad came out and a couple people started saying his name and shit. And they was really coming at us for doing the uh, 3 Project. That was, at the time, they mm -hmm. really getting at us for even Shout being three a project. part of the project. And and uh, us banding together and how dare we say that we the upper echelon in the city and how dare mm -hmm. niggas not be involved. And so they took that as a shot, though, to really start saying us and saying shit about us and all that. Right. And niggas start saying names to kind of amp it up. And if I don't play that type of shit, graffiti. Right. You hear me? I like I don't. Know. That's not. You quiet? I but I hear you. I don't, I don't play that shit, bro. Like, why are you saying my name, man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at the sport of it, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the sport of it, when I finally got mad, I just did my little 32 bars and shit like that, and. Uh, and uh, I still don't feel good about it because I'm saying niggas' names. Yeah. And I just, even to this day, I feel like... And nothing like came of that. Myself, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Now, I, I told niggas then when they was doing it, I said, just remember, even after this shit gone and done, I'm still Midas, nigga. Right. Say, say, say the name, say my name in as many of these 32 bars if you want to, and your situation's still going to be the same in two weeks, so keep it coming. Flex. But I know. But right. let's be real though, right, man. Right. There's a reason why I'm still around, bro. This shit ain't just this shit ain't just uh this shit ain't just lucking up. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me try this shit graffiti this time. You know me, bro. I got a yeah. plot and a plan. Every time you talk to me about something, right. shit might not work the way I'm you know what I'm saying, but the player wasn't right for the execution. So now they gotta deal with me, now that I know and I'm on all my shit, they gotta deal with me knowing my shit. And now I'm finally at my prime when I'm spitting that shit I'm spitting. Work, What was it like doing the um, doing the sway in the morning? Cause I know you, cause you, cause you did the show the and then you also did like a yes. like a, a cipher on it. I was on there twice, man, two different times. God is good. Um, um, there's quite a bit of people that fuck with me in in the other places that speak very highly of me. So when it was time to get on the show the first time. Uh, it wasn't really as hard as everybody thought it was going to be when those people made that call for me. And so uh, I was supposed to be down there in uh, New York, and I wound up not being able to go. So we did a phone interview, and uh, it was uh, it was either it was either get in the game. It was called get in the yeah, game. Yeah, it was get in the game. Or something like that. And the mm -hmm. people kind of fuck with me. They fuck with me. They played a couple songs. Uh, I bigged up the city. They mentioned the Long Beach shit, and uh, I bigged up the city again. Like I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I've been I've, I'm a nigga that that did the whole Long Beach, but Denver. Right. A lot of times when I I didn't have to. Right. I could have just did Long Beach, not did Long Beach with Denver. I did the Colorado shit. I did but look at my niggas and look at what's coming. So when they don't mention me, bro, that shit really pisses me off though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that shit really that shit really pisses me off, man. Because it's a lot of lot of niggas. Now when I drop some shit you'll see. It right. should be quiet around these niggas. Right. Because when I drop they know. You know, but somehow when 20 or 30 of their followers like them and they tell them that they're the shit, niggas get to And these stupid-ass top 10 lists keep popping up <laughs> out of nowhere. And, it, <laughs> and it's not so much that they don't mention me. It's just certain people that I believe should be mentioned that don't get mentioned, so I know that you're not on the same level of even knowing. Right. Mm. So that's that's my thing. And so, but then, they, then the same people is telling me how dope I am when I drop and how much... Everybody follows my blueprint and this and that, so it doesn't make sense with the list. It's not, it doesn't add up with, with, with the right. list and what you're telling me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't so, take them stupid ass lists here. I, I, man, I, let me talk real quick. Right. Talk to them. I hate these damn lists. Talk to them. Like, it's cool to do top 10, like, overall mainstream artists and all that stuff, but when you start talking about sectional, you know, who's the top 10 in this city, 
there's no way you can put those type things together without being biased. It's impossible. Because, for one, the people that are at these media sources, um, for example, like a Westward in, in Denver, Colorado, you have a staff of individuals. Their following and their outreach and their network is only so big. Right. So, if this person is the writer for this article, the top 10 hip-hop artists in Colorado, and this person only knows four hip-hop artists for real, and isn't really in the culture like that, like that, how do you give them the authority to say, okay, these are the top 10, when clearly you can't really, you can't mark that off. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say there's a top 10 in Denver and list my top 10. Now, if it's your personal top 10, cool. But I can't put an overall top 10 out there when there's so many different artists on so many different levels doing so many different things, I feel like, like there's going to get skipped over. So why even go through that? Those don't those don't bother me as much as the list of my contemporaries. Mm. I feel like niggas that I talk to that have told me specifically, you are the nigga when it comes to me and the moves that I make. Right. And then they make a top ten list. And not include me in the list when you just had a conversation with me, like asking me some my opinion. Mm. Everybody always wants to ask my opinion on shit, mm -hmm. you know, asking my opinion on how to do this and what worked for me, and you know. And I have no problem telling them because they know me. That's that's what I do. Right. I'm never gonna hide the information. You know what I'm saying? But 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 you kind of see it being weird, and that's the part that's frustrating. It makes me work harder though. I, I like it this way. Do you feel like it's a validation thing? Because I feel like. <laughs> When that happens, a lot of people feel like they have to say certain names mm -hmm. or they're going to catch backlash or, oh, this guy's popping right now, so i got to say him top ten. If I don't say him, they're going to feel disrespected. But, oh, I could not say Midas because it's cool. You my know name, what I mean? My name is my name's been thrown around for so long, and they get away with saying he's not really from here, too. So mm -hmm. they're trying to get away with kind of playing it like that, I guess. Uh, I guess it's about... I get, like I, I tell Jay and I tell... Tell some of my niggas all the time, like I prefer it this way because I'm much better as the underdog. Right. And I come from a much better place in that way. So even if they didn't perceive me, mm. to even if I even if I'm not perceived how I think I'm perceived, I would make sure I was being perceived that way. Right. There's certain shit for me I love. There's certain shit that lets me know, oh y'all ain't fucking with me. It gives me a that lets me know how I gotta, you know. So getting into the music a little bit. So yes, right now you do have a project out called Blue Dream. Blue Dream. Where can people caught that at? Um, iTunes. Everything on uh, that comes with the iTunes uh, family. All the uh, streaming places. Okay. Uh, um, you can listen to it on YouTube and the uh, Pandora's and the Spotify's. And you can find my music there. Pretty easy to find. And what was the concept behind Blue Dream? Because I know that you're really a marketing genius when it comes to, because, you know, I've heard all the previous ones, Son of the Crack Era, right. Red Cards, Green Bottles. Green bottles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it because you smoke hella weed? It is. <laughs> it really is, man. I am a part of, I'm a, you know, it's one of the reasons why the Doobie Club even came to fruition. So I didn't want to stop the whole, I didn't want to stop up the uh, segue, right? But I, uh, Blue Dream, to be honest with you, is, is, is one that I look back on now, and I just, uh, I like it. I felt like I missed, though, bro. I felt like that's... Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I think so, bro. Yeah. Like, listening to a lot of your projects and then listening to that one, yeah. it kind of sounded like, you know how there's, every artist has that one album that it was cool, yeah. but it was like, I, I prefer... I could have waited. No, you know what I mean? Absolutely, bro. And I feel like for they, for me, that was your project where it's like, I could have waited. Mm -hmm. it, so, was, it was, but for me, it was the businessman in me. I was mm. like, you're going to wait too long. You're going to lose this momentum. You know what I mean? Right. And against, uh, against better wishes, you started making the songs. You started making those songs dope to you. It's dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, 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 different opinion of for, for me I think I'm more used to hearing a, a complete body of work on previous albums and I think this was more of a, an album of singles it was and, right it was right. it was it was I was trying to I was trying to the over marketer in me mm -hmm. was trying to hit something for the summer 
when I was doing summer songs, it comes out in the summer, I do summer songs, it gets a summer reaction, you know, I Miami it out, um, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and they'll pick up on it. And as a consumer, you can hear that. I know. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what I meant by mm-hmm. the we can wait. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, from every artist you name, like a Drake, Views is the album that was hype, but we could have waited on Views. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And I think once that singles album comes out, it's like, all right, bro, was trying to get that. That's what it felt like. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, every one of these yeah. songs feels like a radio song, which is not a problem. Yeah. But it's like, I want that. Talk to me. <laughs> track, you know what I mean? Like I want that album that speaks to me, yeah. and so I mean, you said it. And that, well, that's and and, and to be honest, uh, people, people, people have come, have have uh, come to me, come for me because I uh, because I do come with that real shit. Mm. And when you, my favorite album is Son of the Cracker. That's my favorite. That was the realest shit ever because I was finally, yeah. I was finally real with all the shit, them kind of demons that was kind of plaguing me all those years, and got to talk about it and talk about, like I was trained to be to sell dope, man. Like I was, I was, I was, I was junior for that shit, but I didn't have a stomach for it. That's what's different for me, bro. Right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a stomach saying them ladies sick. Yeah. I didn't have a stomach to really. I just didn't have a stomach for it, bro. Now, I acted like I did, so I moved a different way. And you kind of have to put on that mask, and that's what we do, especially as black men. Right. You kind of be who you have to be when it's time to be them, but I ain't had a stomach for that shit, man. I didn't have a stomach for half the shit that I was doing, but you got to right. do what you got to do, you know. Uh, yeah. That's real, man. That you, you hit on something dope right there, because that was my favorite album because of that. Yeah. Um, just from a biased fan perspective, that's why I like, Albums like Good Kid, Mad City, and stuff like that. It's yeah. just my upbringing. Yeah, it's like I was that dude that was with them dudes, mm-hmm. but I wasn't with the shit them dudes was doing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. nigga says, "Oh, you be the coldest this because you do this that way." You know what I mean? Right. It's like I, I get that and I know how to do that, but I don't right. want to do that because right. it just don't sit right with me. Like you, the, you the, the bad nigga with morals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. this, this just don't feel right. So, son of the crack era hit on that for me. I was like, yeah, like this is. I get this. You know what I mean? The reason I keep going is because it's so easy. I'm kind of worried about what the drawback is if I'm not doing this shit and this is not occupying my time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a whole different nigga. <laughs> if this ain't... <laughs> we got to chop that laugh yeah, for the I'm light just, flex. If, the, if this ain't... If this, I'm just a whole different... Like, they get me at the most peaceful me I am because I'm trying to bring peace for this. Mm. You feel me? You know I, just, I just don't want it because I know the you do yoga. part of it, bro. I just know the other part of it, and I yeah. know me from from one to ten is 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 a tremendous leap. Right. And this, and this little soft spoken shit that I'm doing right now, I just become a different person. Mm. And I don't ever want to be that shit because there's no control, and I hate not being in control. Yeah, I've seen you hop off a stage before. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We we seen. I don't know if it was ten, but it was around eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beat battle. Yeah, that was a beat battle. Speaking of, don't you got one of those coming up? Segway, you like that? I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, beat battle. Uh, try to give producers an opportunity. One to my right, who I met at, at a beat battle. Mm. Uh, graffiti was, uh, I've been knowing these guys a minute, man. Graffiti was was big up in this guy. Mm-hmm. Tremendously, man. You got to get my dude in the beat battle, man. You got to get my dude in the beat battle, man. Davy Boy, D Boy, you got to get him in the beat battle. I'm like, okay, well, we, so we got the beat battle for it. Bring him through. And, bro, won the shit. And he wound up winning. How many you win? Three or four? I don't remember, but <laughs> flex. Like I won a few. Uh, he won a few. You know, Another one. Less than a runner-up. Mm. But the, the thing is, though, we he, he he was his introduction to the city. His his introduction to the music came from the beat battle. Man, a few peoples came from the beat battle. And selfishly, I was just throwing it to get beats. <laughs> I didn't really. I wasn't doing it for everybody else. Right. To kind of, I was selfishly trying to get get at the new producers. What's up, bro? And you don't think, <laughs> right. you, don't think you don't think one of the beats that one of the beats he won with was beats I used on Son of the Crack Era. Ground so up. this shit is yeah. This this is for me. It's real, but that's how I get to extend my extend my hand and, and get to uh, kind of hear the new shit and stay on top of it. Uh, 
the energy is stupid. If you've been to a rap battle before and you think that energy is, these beats battles are stupid, Facts. man. They are stupid, man. It's dope in there. The people really give you what you want. Ladies dress up. They come in heels and dresses. Like, it's really, it's really, it's, it's really some dope shit to be a part of. So, I'm hosting. Right after this one, we got one in Miami, July the 8th. Mm. Uh, $1,000 prize for that one. Uh, we're trying to take the winner from here and take them to face the winners in Miami and Dallas and some other things. So, That's dope. Uh, it's, it's really uh, some of these big companies are getting involved in the Miami one. Mm. So next time we bring it to Denver, we'll have a bigger, even bigger opportunity. Nice. Why, man? Like, That's what's up, man. Yeah. The energy is crazy. That's one of my favorite type of events in yeah. B-Battles, man. If you've never been, you got to check one out. Let's yeah. show. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. You know something I wanted to ask you? I've always been yeah. curious. Yeah. I know you for a while, but I wanted to just see if this is true or not. Yeah. Were you ever signed to Rough Riders? So, check this out. This is what happened, bro. I was I was, I was with the Flowmasters in mm. Oakland. So, it started off as like a label, four different four different groups, a solo dude, two, three solo acts, and a group. Right. right? But then they got the wild idea that they wanted to do a compilation album, a mm. compilation group project. Which I always get worried about that because we're not a group. So whenever you put yourself in front of people and you're presented that way, what what is you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So uh, Tr from the Flowmasters, uh, he stationed in the Bay at the time. He was an A and R. Tr from the Rough Riders, he was an A and R. Right, and uh, he took it back to DNY and uh, and DNY make the call and tell us that and tell us that we in. Mm. So like a young nigga do, you run with that. Right. right, paperwork ain't signed. It's a you deal. ain't seen no contracts. DNY said we in, so damn it, we in, and I need something to flex with. Right, right, right. So I started running with that, and uh, and uh, but the flow master shit wasn't already boom, 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 boom. So mm-hmm. I think that the thing with these labels, even when they tell you that they fucking with you, is they still looking, looking to see what you do, looking to see how you move, looking to see, you know, what I'm saying if you still move the same way. Right. And we had internal problems that we couldn't even move the same way because that was internal conflict, though. Right. So that made it easy when there's not even contracts and you have to decipher between what. You just... So we had a plan to try to keep it going. It's me in the lead and just the fire wasn't there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like different people that I was fooling with at the time. I don't know if I could really bank on them speaking for me. Right. I don't like people speaking for me. And when other people are going in the meetings and having them conversations, it got to be something crazy. So that shit kind of fizzled out real fast. So that was that. And I had to come back. I went to Oakland. I had to come back from Oakland and come back out here and kind of tuck my tail. And that was tough. Word. So for the record. Yeah, yeah man. Because that was always one of them things that floated yeah. around. Like, yeah. I just had to deal with Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah. So close, bro. That was, that was... You know, like I said, we're close, no cigar. Now that looking back, I don't know if I was as close as I thought I was, though. Mm. Only because, who knows? That worked out for the better, because we would have signed a fucked up deal. Right. Been asked out from the beginning. From the beginning. So speaking of deals. Yeah. At this point in the game, Mm -hmm. what's the goal with the music? I mean, Um, independent route for life, trying to get signed, take what comes. What's, What's the goal with it? I got a couple of meetings coming up. Okay. In the summer. Uh, just because I think a power move is needed for me right now. Based off of where I am with everything. It's either kind of sink or swim. Mm. I got other artists coming out like Tone. He's from Cheyenne. And uh, he's really, really dope. He'll be forming that K-Tone's thing. And different people that have heard him now kind of see what I'm talking about when I introduce him. Um, <clears throat> and I just kind of want to be more... I, I want to Fat Joe it. Mm. When I come out, I want to. Shouts to Fat Joe. Fat Joe's just been in the game forever for and ain't going nowhere. For a long, long, Independent long, long, long time. Long. Yeah, he yeah. goes away and comes back and yeah. got a smash hit. Be writing for folks. You hear me? You hear, you hear what I was telling you about the Yeah. Been around for a long time and having a formula to this shit. It's just not by chance, man. And certain niggas know what to do. And mm. they'll be here forever because they know what to do. Right. You got to respect that, bro. It's something to it because so many have come and go. Even on even at my level, as, as as low as I am, as so many have come and go because you know what happened when you got a family and you got uh and you get into it with niggas and certain shit takes your drive, you know. So right. Be doing this shit at any kind of at any kind of positive type of 
way for so long is is tremendous. I, I salute anybody doing this shit because this shit ta- it's supposed to take your family. Yeah. It's not built for niggas to be successful. That's why they keep dropping. Mm. You know, so the strong survive. And, you know, I see a lot of the rappers in the town now, and they doing their thing. I just don't know how long they'll still be here. Right. Let's just be real. I don't know. I don't know if he will still be having the same conversation in a few years. I'll be old as fuck, but I still be here. Right. <laughs> because if I if I want to, you right. know what I'm saying? Because I know the right people, and that's one thing. I have a great network of people out here. How you do it, Midas? Because I know a lot of people, and I just know them. I fuck with them. And I don't go out to the clubs, and I don't do all this extra shit to be on their face asking for shit all the time. Yeah. I just, you know, pick and choose what I need. Graffiti, I need on that show. Deep boy, I need on that show. Mm-hmm. No faster. I might have got you in December. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> right. December's 12 months away, bro. Right, bro, dude. Kind of bully his way on the show. Like, no, I don't care about your wait list, bro. Like, what's up, Sunday? <laughs> Word. Right. Word. Yeah. Um, I really don't have. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of question. I'm like, hey, man. No, nah, that was dope, man. Yeah. You want to leave the world with some knowledge real quick? Some uh, more knowledge? Well, I'm hosting this beat battle, man. So I want y'all to look up. The, uh, the future Doobie Club beat battles will be throwing them um, all over the country to be honest with you and we'll see if we can get them uh, in a bigger platform than that um, open up well, I hosted Brumman show you know I'm a lightweight comedian Brumman for y'all here so I'm hosting that show uh, open up for 2 chains for the 420 rally hold up Anybody ever tell you sound like Two Chains? I, I, I hear that. I went from they went from Jay Z to Two Chains. Did no way. That's a crazy type of. They went from Jay Z to Two Chains, and I only get those two. That shit kind of caught me off guard. I yeah. forget what song I was listening. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Mine just kind of sound like Two Chains." I've been in a conver- I was in a conversation with Buck's manager about some business, which is kind of funny yeah. because of Shots that. Young so, Buck. So, yeah. you see, man, the closer I get to any of them dudes, whatever business they want to do, so I write for anybody. So what's the knowledge? Drop that knowledge. Uh, I don't know, man. Just don't take life too seriously. I think I, uh, I think a lot of these dudes is really caught up in the facade of this rap shit, mm. and that's what worries me, man. Because these young kids is really believing this rap shit is like, like I, like I'm a rapper, but then I turn it off, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't think they know. I, I go home and I kiss my babies and shit. So I think they just gotta understand that, man. The, there's a difference between uh, real life and entertainment. Right. But entertainment is dope. This shit is supposed to be entertaining. Mm. All that real life shit don't have to be played out on a record because a lot of these shit these niggas are saying you looking up to, they didn't do it. It just sounds good. So I just want them to know that, man. They got to understand that, man. I see these young, I see these little kids and they lost already and they're, they're, uh, their motivation in life is a lot different than what ours was. We was trying to get our mamas out the hood. Right. And we was trying to, we was trying to just be something because all the homies was trying to be something. You wanted to be better than them. Now it's just it ain't the same. They just do it, man. It just become part of the shit because it's so easy. Social media has just allowed them to be so uh, transparent to everything. It's like mm-hmm. fuck it. Like it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. My kids too. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, pick this shit up. Like, like what? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's that's the weird thing to me. So, get your babies, man. Read to them, man. Don't expect these don't expect these people at these schools in the community to raise them because that shit doesn't happen anymore. You got to start that shit at the house, man. And really train these people how you want them to be trained because they grow up and they get dumber. Mm. Facts. <laughs> Your kids get dumber, so don't let that happen. Word. Hey, man, we appreciate you. That was appreciate dope, bro. Appreciate y'all for having me, yeah, man. Thanks for coming through. Mr. Midas, man. Let's make no some noise Mr. Midas. No oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Mr. Midas. Yeah. I got to get used to that. Hey, stop playing with my fucking name. Uh, Social media. Uh, at the real Mr. Midas. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, it's everything that's in there, man. It's because, just because the dude from uh, England has a name, too. He does dance hall, and I don't want to complicate it any further. Okay. Uh, at the real Mr. Midas, though. It's not. You can find me anything. That's YouTube, Pornhub, um, <laughs> uh, Christian Mingle, Farmers, 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 uh, Farmers, 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 Farmers,
fuck with me. It's not hard to find. You can really Google that shit. Google and I'll be around, man. Facts. Fuck with me. Hell yeah, Midas. Word. Do be close. Do, do, the little, uh, do the little Midas thing. Midas. Yeah, we're going to let you go. We're going to ask about Squeezie Gang. You made it out safe, bro. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.